You're driving down a dark road when you think you see a light in the sky above you. The lights are moving in circles and at a speed that you can't quite comprehend. What could that possibly be? Hello and welcome to the Malevolent Feed Podcast. I'm your host, Cortland Mitchell. I am the resident skeptic on a burden. And I am the guy who takes the humor too far, Jake Steve. <laughs> and today we are going to be discussing a topic that we haven't talked about at all yet. We're talking about aliens. <laughs> Anal probes. All right, this ain't South Park. <laughs> you don't need to destroy the probe with your sphincter. Uh, fair warning to the listeners. I um, we've been a little busy. We're we're moving, as I think I discussed in a previous episode anyway. But um, so I've done like no research. So everything that we're going to be discussing today is entirely <laughs> off book, so to speak. So it's gonna be gonna be a little little hectic. Um, I guess we'll do our usual thing where we you know talk about previous knowledge of the topic. Uh, Hunter, you want to start with your previous knowledge of the little green men that we call aliens? What if they're gray? Uh, they probably are gray. <laughs> Or, you know, just flesh-colored like flesh-colored, us. Indeed. What if they're like, what if, what if they're the Turians or the Asari or something? That'd be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. They're bird, they're weird reptilian birds or just all the sexy blue race of all females. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I feel like it's just like, you know, a lot of people, you watch a lot of, uh, like media, you know, movies, TV shows with aliens. You play games that have like aliens in them. You hear stories about like crop circles or abductions or yada yada yada, etc. etc. You know, Ooh. a lot of times, a lot of times they tend to be hostile. If, you know, you get shit like Halo or Mass Effect or something where you fight a lot of aliens or just stories. Yeah, people being abducted and, and probed or just like experimented on so yeah i guess i feel like yeah my first memories of like aliens would probably be stuff like uh like i said halo specifically because uh i didn't technically play halo but i remember like watching my stepdad play halo when i was like three-ish give or take um and also that one scooby-doo like direct to dvd movie about aliens mm, i guess I forgot be, about that one might be direct to vhs back then but yeah where the, it's like the aliens, but then it turns out it's, like, people, you know, because it's always, it's never actually supernatural. It's always just a person, but it's, like, people trying to protect a gold mine or something like that. Indeed. Wasn't there, um... Oh, man, didn't they have one where there actually was an alien, though? I mean, there might be. I know... Fucking, I know some of the like the more recent Scooby Doo movies go off the fucking rails. Yeah, well, there's because there's literally this this is entirely relevant, but there's like, you know how Kiss just gets involved in the weirdest yeah. shit, like the t- like the Fairly Odd Parents Kiss yeah. crossover. There's like a Kiss Scooby Doo crossover where Kiss is unironically like magical girls who have like these like transformations when they play music and they fight like these intergalactic space demons to protect the world or some shit like that. That's amazing. Not quite as wild, but they also did a crossover with the Harlem Globetrotters. So that was cool. And Supernatural. So, you know, 
Scooby Doo really be out here doing crossovers like crazy? Oh, I think that Kiss did oh, crossovers. No. Yeah, no. No, Scooby Doo did crossovers. Scooby Doo does a lot of crossovers too. They've done like WWE crossovers yeah. and shit as well. But uh, the one I was talking about is I seem to recall a movie. I'm pretty sure it was a Scooby Doo movie, and like there was some blonde girl that Shaggy was talking to. I think it was one of the live action movies, and it turns out that she was like an alien or something weird. I don't know. This has been years ago, so. I mean, I know the f- first live action Scooby Doo does have a blonde girl named Mary Jane. Maybe. But she's it wasn't an alien. She was like. That one, they were actually did have like some like possessed by spirits thing. Mm. That's what it was. Yeah, Mary Jane was the one I was talking about. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah, her name's Mary Jane, and then when Scooby or when Shaggy finds out, he's like, "Like that's my favorite name, dude." Yeah. Good old stoner jokes. <laughs> but yeah, good old weed jokes. Like the fact that you know he lives in a van pretty much and eats a lot because the good old munchies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like when you watch them shovel ungodly large sandwiches down their throats in one bite. Yep. Indeed. Crazy. Alright, Jake, what about your knowledge about aliens, man? I mean, you know, just... I feel like aliens is just like a concept that is so ingrained in our popular media at this point. You know, it's in movies, TV shows, video games, books... Uh, it's just, it's just like the idea of aliens is just so popular. Uh, like I think my first like kind of like introduction to like the concept of aliens, it's probably either a toss up between Star Trek and Star Wars. Uh, but yeah, just I feel like there's like a couple of things that I feel like are like just concepts that are like a constant like. Like, you don't know when you learn them, but you're just, like, it's just been a thing you've always mm-hmm. known since you were a kid, and I think alien, aliens and ghosts, I think, are, like, two of those, like, I feel like there's a time where you can find out that, like, oh, Bigfoot's a thing, or, oh, like, a Wendigo is a thing, or the not-deer is a thing, like, going back to episodes we've covered or something, but, like, I feel like just because of how common they are, like, ghosts and aliens are just shit you just, you know, you're like, I don't know when I learned about them. I just know that they they're they're a thing that I've known about for almost all my life, as far as I can remember. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. It's just like I don't couldn't tell you when I actually learned about them. I just I feel like I've always known about them. But I guess like I don't know. Some of the earliest exposures were like Halo, like you said, as well as just um, I don't know. I did a lot of reading on crop circles and stuff as a kid too. I guess as well as the. Uh, the ancient aliens TV show with the dude with the weird hair. Yeah, I love that. Aliens. Like yeah, yeah. The, the prehistoric women mated. Aliens. That's the that's the only clip of that show I've seen. It is a theory. It is a theory. That's that's the only actual clip because I've always just seen the meme, but then I, I've seen like that one clip where he like is just talking about that. It's like all I saw from the clip is he's just like like he's like there is evidence that pre there are like. Yeah, they're like ancient women made it with aliens, or like Egyptian women made it with aliens because it was like the pyramids built by aliens conspiracy theory there, or some shit. Yeah. There was a time in my childhood when all I watched was like weird niche shows that weren't like wildly popular or anything, like Ancient Aliens, Thousand Ways to Die, <laughs> stuff like that. Kind of, you know, maybe that kind of explains who I am today. <laughs> I think. It, yeah. 
Um, I was like, only it's slightly related, I suppose, because it's space. But the hover do remember a thousands way to die where a dude got killed by a small meteor. I don't think I ever saw that one. Yeah, it was literally just that. It wasn't anything super special. It was just like. I think, like, the dude was at a party and he got pissed at, about something, so he went out for a smoke, and then, like, a bit, like, a little bit of, like, a meteorite made it through the atmosphere and just fucking, like, pierced through his skull that's or his chest up. or something, and that's, like, how he died. Damn, his, 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 his next again better have bought a fucking lottery ticket. <laughs> yeah. I was say supposedly, you know, because... They're supposed to be based on true stories. Yeah. But... Yeah, I think my favorite one was a dude who got high and jumped into an empty pool from the from a roof of a house. <laughs> it's like, oh, poor guy. Weird. He just wanted to swim. <laughs> yep. He just wanted to swim. But back to aliens. Um, yeah, I think we can. You know, like like I said, not really any research done because we've been busy packing and stuff. But um, I've got a good bit of base knowledge about things, even some specific stories and stuff, so, uh, yeah, should be fun, we're, you know, we'll talk about some stories, different theories, I think that's gonna be probably the biggest section of this, is just talking about different theories about aliens, um, it'll be a fun little short episode, and, you know, unless it ends up being two hours, and we sit here and chit-chat forever, but we'll see what happens. I think it'll be a shorter episode. Yeah. Well, at least compared to the last two, which were like an hour and a half and then almost two hours. So. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll just... I guess we should talk about what aliens are, right? Or the common conception of what aliens are. Which, there's a bunch of different representations. But, I mean, I think the most common would probably be like little green men, little gray men, whatever color you want to give them. Um, I don't know, probably one of the earliest... I don't see color, Cortland. You don't see color? <laughs> Same. I feel you. They're just little men to me. Little weird rubbery That's men. heightest. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Fine. Fine, I'm hottest against the aliens. I don't care. They're vertically challenged. They're vertically challenged. Why do you keep on saying like little green men? Why why no little green women? You know you're, what? Saying you're being sexist as well. You know what? Women. Out of all media... Okay, you know what? I can't say all media. But, for the purpose of the little green men depictions, I've never seen any of them depicted with titties. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe they're reptilian. Reptiles don't have titties. Despite what some hentai artists would like you to believe. Yeah. Very good you, you did away with the all-media stuff, because I would have shot you down real yeah. quick, because you know how many... Turk flirted with a three-titty alien, so you know. That, that and, like, yeah, like, both Star Wars and stuff, direct have a very specific race dedicated just for the sexy, for the sexy, usually green women. Yeah, I realized Which what ones? I was saying as it was coming out of my mouth, so... Um, well, in Star Wars, it's the Twi'leks. I was thinking... The, the ones with, the, the, like, the, yeah. the head tail yeah. thingies. Yeah, And then in, like, Star Trek, they there's this race called the, the Orions, and they're from, you know, the Orions system, you know, from it's... the Constellation. They're just basically, uh... They're this race of just green people, the 
the men are like these big burly like warlords, but the women are just these very very sexy looking women. But the thing about them is that like they give all these pheromones that basically men make men very just basically <laughs> they're slaves, and you you'll do whatever they say. So you gotta be very careful around them. It'd be is Ahsoka a Twi'lek? She's a Tegruda. She's a Tegruda, okay. which is like just very similar anatomically to a Twi'lek, but the races share, the races share no uh, like common uh, genetic makeup or anything like that. Because she had tails on her head, and I'm like, but I don't think she's a Twi'lek, because like, she doesn't have like the same kind of like skin and like kind of like build and like the then the, the head tails are shaped differently and she's got like three instead of two jamie mitchell would get a kick out of these conversations does he love star wars uh star trek star trek more than star wars mm-hmm. he's a big i, I think he likes both but he's definitely more into star trek i was gonna say she's still got titties though it's, look, that's another look, reason not, why look, Jamie I, and my look, dad would get look, along. I'm not i'm not ashamed to say when i was like you know 11 and watching stars of clone wars i had a crush on ahsoka Oh, hey, you're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, there's a dude on Out Funny who pops up from time to time, and that's his whole profile. It's, I would, you know. <laughs> yeah. I would fuck a soda yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to keep it PG, but yeah. This, uh, this just, podcast has never been PG. Yeah, that's uh, not really. If, if you ever want to see something cursed, just look just looked up the uh, just look up the cop, copy pasta on Reddit called And She Was a Good Friend. I'm good. Mm-hmm. It, it, I tend to avoid anything on Reddit that people tell me to look up. <laughs> it's never good. It never leads down a good path. It's always down <laughs> some dark, twisted rabbit hole that makes me just want to crawl up in bed in the fetal position. So, like, yeah, while you're while you're at it, look up a verified son. Look, it's, and you know what? Since it's semi-related, since we're just throwing out Reddit things, you need to look up. And we're talking about aliens, and Star Wars came into mention. Look up the Swamps of Dagobah story on Reddit. You'll hate it. You'll hate it. <laughs> you, you will regret your ability to read. I thought you were about to give a shout out to r slash prequel memes and be like, oh, like, go to our prequel memes. Mm, no, no. The Swamps of Dagobah story is... Uh, is, it, is, is, is it? Is it like uh, Shrek is love, Shrek is life? But no. <laughs> is it, no, is it, it's it, actually a story. It's a, it's a story that a... Um, I think it was a nurse posted it about an experience she had had with someone in the hospital uh-huh. and described their body as the swamps of Dagobah to give you a little hint as to <laughs> the the messed up places that that story goes. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm yeah, good. I feel like this sounds vaguely familiar now. I, I will say it has to do with the posterior region. I figured. I was going to be like, I was yeah. going to be like, let me guess this dude's taint was just like this, the rotting. Yeah. Yeah. Mike made me read it, and I hated everything. <laughs> I wanted to go back in time and, like, stop myself before I learned how to read. <laughs> <laughs> if I could just go back in time and, like, gouge out four-year-old me's eyes to prevent literacy. I just go back in time and stop me from ever looking up that story, but... That's not as fun, now, is it? You're just like I'm like I'm just gonna go back in time and punch like four year old me in the nuts so like he always <laughs> so so he associates reading with nut punches and just never wants to do it. Oh lord! Oh, Ugh. some other fun things we could segue into before we get into the nitty gritty stuff. Avatar, 
Those are aliens. Yes. Yeah. Pandora was an alien world. Yeah. yeah. And the fun thing about that is, not only are they working on a sequel to Avatar, but a game as well. Yeah. yeah. They, they just announced at E3. And they, was... they just released some images that will be in the teaser trailer for the next Avatar movie. Very excited. Yeah. Very, yeah. very excited. The game was super what the fuck, because people were like, Avatar came out like 12 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, now there's just a game being made. To be fair, there's also an... Uh, Evil Dead game coming out too, and that's another old movie. So. To be to be fair, there is the Ash vs. Evil Dead TV show. That's true. That's true. That's more recent. So is it still going on? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think I, it just had like a few seasons. Yeah, in there. I didn't really watch it, but I remember hearing about it. So yeah, which I mean, he's also in Dead by Daylight. So yeah, I've never really seen those movies. I just I know just as they become they go on, they become more of a comedy. Yeah, like the first Evil Dead is like super classic, yeah. like campy horror. Yeah, and then by Army of Darkness, it's like action horror comedy. And Which then... the first one, even I would I would say it's more like a B movie quality. It wasn't even really yeah. that great of a yeah. movie. Not like campy insult, horror. Not to insult something that's considered a horror classic, but it's very much a B horror movie. And I'm just like, I, I watched it, and I was like, eh, it's mediocre. Okay, and then you watch the rest of them as it goes on, and you're just like, oh, this just gets more and more hilarious. <laughs> Of course. Oh. And then the TV show is all comedy. So, yeah. And of course we can't, I feel like we can't have a, little, a podcast episode about aliens without talking about the movies with the name that are just simply named Alien or <laughs> Aliens or yeah, Alien. No, the only Aliens movie I ever saw was actually Aliens vs. Predator. So. I haven't seen any of them. Oh, you guys! Not even you versus guys. Predator, Hunter. I've never seen any of the Predator movies oh. either. What? Yeah, not even the Arnold one. I've seen oh. clips of the Arnold one. Okay, well, like first off, the first Alien movie <laughs> is like if it bleeds. We can kill it. The first Alien movie is just like it's a horror classic. Honestly, pro- probably my favorite horror horror movie next to John Carpenter's The Thing, which is also a movie about an alien. Uh. And then Aliens is just a really good James Cameron action movie. I don't know if it's true or not, but I read a thing. I read. I was about to say a thing about the thing, and then realized that was it just sounds off. I read an article about the movie The Thing that says in the beginning. I don't remember what language it is, but there's like a dog or something. I've never yeah. actually watched the movie. I know what you're talking. Turns about. out, yeah, it turns out when they're speaking whatever the Norwegian. Language, Norwegian. Okay, yeah, when they're speaking Norwegian, they're actually saying like "stop the dog." It's not really a dog. Yeah, it literally, yeah. just like spoils the entire movie. I guess. If, yeah, if you understand Norwegian, you understand the plot of the movie from the very get go. Yeah. But of course, given that this movie was mainly marketed towards Americans, obviously we didn't understand it. Yeah. But yeah, the guy just like. The guy that was like chasing the dog, he was on a helicopter and snipe trying to snipe this husky, and you know you have no idea that this husky is really probably one of the most horrifying things to ever land on Earth. You know, you just like why is this guy shooting a cute puppy dog? You know, and the guy is like he's just like yelling like a madman. But if you watch like the thing prequel. That you know explains how that happened. Mm. You can understand why he was like. Get away from that thing. It's going to kill us all. It's not a, it's not a dog. There. But yeah, I read that and I didn't know if it was actually true or not. Because obviously yeah. I don't see oh, yeah, it Norwegian, but yeah. It's true. It's true. But um, continue. You were talking about the aliens, the aliens and Predators movies. Yeah, and then you got the Predator movies, you know. Predator is also a alien. That The name of his of the Predator species is called the Yaucha. And they are... 
very cool. You know, that first, I mean, really the only good Predator movie, in my opinion, was just the first one with Arnold. But, of course, you know, like, Arnold. And I feel like a lot of just horror movies in general, the golden rule for them is just show the monster as little as possible. Yeah, it's always, I always like those more. Which is why the first ones are usually the best, because they have such a low budget that... They just can't show the monster. Yeah. <laughs> they can't afford to actually show it. I don't know, pre the, predators, the predator, Predators and Aliens have also made a lot of cross-media references, too. Like, yeah. I know um, Mortal Kombat had the... Had, one, had, I think, a Predator as one yeah. of the skins. Um, yeah, the Predator is a fighter. Ark, one of Ark's maps has, like, the... Um, the Xenomorph Queen in the in the map. There's there's a bunch of them out there. I think even one of the Call of Duty games had a brief time limited game mode where one person was the predator and the rest were trying to like kill it. So that's huh. interesting. Probably also, that, that sounds like I, I haven't played Call of Duty such lately, but I think they have like a juggernaut mode where it's kinda like that like so it's probably like a limited time like yeah. special reskin. I just like, remember juggernaut playing mode. it. I don't even remember which game it was in, but I remember playing it briefly. Also, me and Cortland both know how traumatic of an experience playing Alien Isolation is. I hate that game. Mm -hmm. I, I, I love that game, but I but it's I'm never playing it again. One of the few games I had to turn down like the easiest difficulty in order to get through just because ugh it was, like if you crank it up to even like normal's rough, but if you crank it up to like the hard difficulty, it's just unbearable. You can be hiding under something and the aliens like two, three hallways away from you, and it's like if you just move an inch, it comes bolting down the hallway. And I'm like, how? How did you know I was there? Ugh, it's annoying. And then the ending of that game was just, I did not like it. Wasn't a fan. Mm. Wasn't a fan. I mean, it fits with the movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but definitely. was not a fan. Gross. Gross game. Hated it. Not <laughs> a fan. Not a bad game, really, but I just... Definitely the scariest game I've ever played. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely got me. And I don't usually spook easy in games, but it, it got me. Actually, I can't even say that. Lately, when I play horror games, I'm all kinds of jumpy. <laughs> I tried to replay Outlast, which I played through multiple times before and never had an issue, and I couldn't get through it. I was just like, nope, I don't want to. I don't want to do it. I hate <laughs> the jump scares. I hate it when they're chasing me. I don't want to. I don't want to. Also, Aliens had the, um, what's the one character in the Aliens movie? Ripley? Yeah. Who... Who, who played Sigourney Weaver? That's what I thought. Weaver. I thought it was Sigourney Weaver. Yep. She was attractive in those movies. She was. <laughs> but she is also, uh, what's her name? And she's also, also an avatar. Also, I would say, I would say also, surprisingly related to Aliens, pretty sure Sigourney Weaver's in Rocky Horror Picture Show, where it turns out that they're aliens. Yep. yep. <laughs> and Sigourney Weaver was an avatar as another well. Another weird twist. Another weird twist movie. Like, yeah. To be fair, it fits, because that's the whole point. Yeah, 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 it's just, when you, like, if it's your first time watching it, and you get to that ending, you're just like, what? Where did that come from? The, I haven't seen the new one, the original, though. Such a good movie. Tim Curry, just fucking phenomenal, just amazing actor. I've seen them both. God, who did the new one have in it? Oh. Like, I know Victoria Justice uh, played Victoria the, Justice. Played the yes. woman. Played the, like, yes. the, what's her name? I, Sigourney Weaver's role, I can't remember the character's name. Um, Janet. Janet, yeah. Isn't her husband's name Bob? Or is it, like, Robert or something like that? <sighs> he has, like, a super generic white dude name, I remember. I don't remember. 
He does have a super generic white boy name, but I don't... Or no, maybe it's Ted. I don't know. I'm gonna look it up. Anyway. Back to actually talking about aliens. I suppose we should Oh, I know. I was just gonna say before we do it real quick. Also, so, you know, the guy, Raph... Or it was, I think it was a Riff, something like that. Riff. Yeah, Riff. Uh, Riff he, I think his literally name is Riff Raff. Yeah, Riff Raff. Yeah. He, that, the actor who plays him is the dude who like wrote and kind of like created like the original like screenplay. Oh. Also, the voice of Lawrence Fletcher in Phineas and Ferf. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, I learned that recently and I'm like, huh. That's amazing. But um, yeah, I guess we should actually talk about aliens and not just aliens and media. Um, even though we could go on and on and on forever about aliens and media. But, um, I guess we could share some theories and we can kind of go around the table and discuss different theories we know. Because I know Jake was real excited to talk about, like, the Great Filter Theory. So, Jake, I'll let you start. Brad. His name was Brad Majors. Brad, yes. Yes, it was Brad. Yep. Yep. But, yeah, Jake, if you want to talk about, like, the Great Filter Theory. Yeah. So, I mean, just given how vast this universe is, you know, there are trillions of planets and gal and stars and galaxies and you know we have you know there's we already know of other worlds that are more than likely very similar to earth so just like given that the statistical probability of all says that aliens exist it begs the question why haven't like they come to make contact with us or, like, why haven't we got, like, definitive proof of their existence? And just, you know, there's a lot of different theories that kind of go into that. Well, one popular theory is kind is known as the Great Filter. And it's kind of just this idea that there are, we haven't come, found proof of another alien's existence, another alien civilization's existence, because... Uh, essentially there's kind of just like this technological and social barrier of a civilization that prevents it from essentially achieving uh, space travel. And, you know, there's kind of like a lot of uh, theory, you know, a lot of different possibilities as to why that may be. I mean, this theory came about in the height of the Cold War, so like the very popular theories that like once a species like gets so technologically advanced and ends up destroying itself with that technology. So like in our case here on Earth, that would be like, you know, we're going to nuke ourselves before we ever, you know, figure out how to, uh, you know, do long, long distance space travel. Um, but there are also just like a lot of other theories as to why, like we don't have why we haven't been contacted by aliens or why we haven't like uh found proof of their existence i mean it could just be that like perhaps intelligent life such as us is just a, an incredibly rare thing in the universe and that the distance between like worlds with intelligent civilizations is just so far apart that it just would you can't really make contact. Um, or it could just be that, like, perhaps, you know, the aliens do exist. 
and they have been around us, but their technology is just so advanced that we can't detect them. And, you know, this, be this also, be you know, begging the question of why haven't they formally made contact with us? Well, uh, like, I personally subscribe to, like, the kind of the theory of they kind of have, like, a, what Star Trek calls the Prime Directive, in which, like, you can't, you don't make contact with uh, a species that hasn't achieved like uh, long term, sp long distance space travel, just because like they haven't like socially evolved to like you know be on the same level as you, the aliens that are travel traveling throughout space. And you know, kind of considering how fucked up the world is, and how fucked up humanity is, I can definitely see how you know. Aliens would just swing on by, but, you know, tap into our news programs and our social media and uh, all the porn websites we have on the internet, and they just be like, and they just be like, you know, we we just skip this planet. We 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 ain't gonna get back to them for a few centuries or something like that. One of those things is not like the other. <laughs> it's like there's there's Beaquan talked about it because I love TV tropes. There's a TV trope called arson, murder, and jaywalking, where it's literally when you do something like that, like you just have two like egregious things and then one not so egregious thing, and it's like, yeah, all the just politically divisive in like in in like just you know riot inducing like media and just the just the cesspool or like po like political commentary and all the cesspool that is social media and, and the, the porn. I mean. And I'm sorry, this might dive back into the aliens of media for a second. But, like, you know, like, Doctor Who and, like, Daleks? Well, and, like, the... Exterminate. And, and one, in this one episode of Doctor Who, when there was just, like, one Dalek left in the universe, uh, like, some human was, like, he him captive in, like, his secret, uh, secret agent bunker or something. And when the Dalek broke free, the first thing the Dalek did was, like, download the entire internet... And, like, I just love, like, when I was watching that clip on YouTube, the first comment was, yeah, that Dalek just downloaded all the porn on the internet. No wonder he wanted to wipe out humanity. <laughs> uh, we are going to digress back into the media for just a minute now, just because you brought up Doctor Who. I binged Doctor Who in, like, middle school. Like, I didn't, obviously, I got nowhere near finishing it. And then they took it off Netflix. I was like, how dare you? <laughs> yeah. But um, I got real into it for a while. Oh, the Daleks are just so amazing, though. They, they really are. The Daleks versus the Cybermen. When the Cybermen were like, the Cybermen were like, we have you greatly outnumbered. And the Daleks are like, oh, so it's close to even. <laughs> uh, that was such a good road session. <laughs> He's just like, the Daleks are so savage, man. They just don't care. Yeah. Also, Doctor Who is just epic. I mean, it is the the nickname, the coming storm, the oncoming storm. I'm like, oh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, the, the doctors and the weeping angels and exterminate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm done talking about my spiel theories. What do you want to um, say, Hunter? I, oh. Before that, I was actually gonna say I. I think there is some credit to the theory that they just don't want to contact us because why would they? Like, would you? Would you really? I mean, we we are we are. And I, I, I'm sorry if this pisses anyone off. We are a species that continually causes 
enormous conflicts with each other over things that would seem very silly to an alien species. Things you, like... Really? How do you know how the aliens think? Yeah, you don't know. I mean... I would just well they again. Probably, what, go, if, what if they wage wars over sillier stuff, huh? What if like someone picked a flower so they decided well, to nuke a country? You don't know. <laughs> a, a, a proponent of the great filter theory is that for for a civilization to be able to develop long, long distance space travel, they would have to unify in order to pool in the resources and knowledge necessary to invent that kind of technology. Or just be conquered. Yeah. I mean, that's also a possibility, but then we we can go on a whole spiel about uh, galactic imperialism. But, but, you know, and, like, I'm kind of, like, basing this off the idea of just, like, alien, again, I'm a lot of my alien stuff comes from, like, Star Trek and stuff, and obviously Star Trek is a very utopian-esque future for the most part, so just, like, you know, just, again... They, it was us being very hate, hating towards each other over things like, you know, skin color, uh, lines, arbitrarily made lines on a map, uh, uh, what to the aliens would seem like fictional deities. You know, we, we murder and pillage and rape each other over very... Silly things. Again, I think the aliens probably do too, though. Probably on a more massive scale. Especially if they're connected to other alien cultures. Then, you know, they're waging wars on each other. Like, But I don't know. It could just be a human thing to wage war. That could be too. Maybe they're more enlightened than we are. Perhaps. Also, another point I wanted to make. What do you think alien porn is like? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, you're the one, one who brought it up. So all now right. We're well, di- now we're okay. diving into it. Okay. Well, I guess that begs the question. You think they're what? 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 What are It'll alien sexual organs like? I say, what's their makeup? Well, the, if we go off Avatar, then you have sex based on like with your ponytail. So. Well, well, here's actually with Avatar, <laughs> they still had pretty much the same parts as us. It's just that the ponytail thing was just kind of like this extra add-on. Where they can kind of basically just meld with each other's uh, consciousnesses. And it, it just created like a more intimate like love session than what we humans are and capable of. The fact of. that you can literally domesticate animals by mind raping them with your hair genitalia. It's just... <laughs> yeah. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell you're, me that's not what they do. Wrong. No, you're not, you're not wrong. Imagine. Just imagine. Like... You see a bear in the wild, you're like, oh, don't worry, I'll just stick my hair in you and you'll be docile. It'll what be if, fine. What if you see a wild Shia LaBeouf? <laughs> Actual cannibal Shia, Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf? Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> this episode is going to be a whirlwind. Okay. <laughs> I, I say, that makes me think of, uh, it's like in uh, Mass Effect. They, uh, oh no, now we're bringing up Mass Effect too. Yeah. Oh. They, there's in Mass Effect, there's the, because you've played Mass Effect, I don't know if you've oh, played Mass Effect. Too no. many times. The, <laughs> there's a, in Mass Effect, for those who've never played, uh, Mass Effect is just, you know, sci-fi, RPG, like epic open world. You play this human uh, commander and, you know, you travel around, you recruit different yeah. aliens. Yep, Commander Shepard, male or female. Always Commander Shepard. Um, 
and you know they travel around space recruit different aliens interact with different species and which was bioware i think yep. they, yeah bioware yeah. back in their back in their glory days when that was a when being made by bioware was a was a sign of respect and yeah, like oh had, that's going to be a good game they had mass effect and dragon age and yeah and dragon age and i think the jade empire which is a sort of obscure but from what i've heard still very good game and now you have like anthem yeah anthem and mass effect andromeda yeah. Which, to be fair, I hear is actually a decent game. It was just completely it just in total. It won that, but it also was just so completely and totally fucking broken when it launched. Yeah. It, like, you couldn't barely see any of the good parts. Because I played it when it launched, and unfortunately haven't touched it since. But I've heard they actually fixed it up, and it's pretty good now. Yeah. But um, Andromeda's biggest issue, like, one, you said it just launched really, really broken, just with all the glitches and bugs and stuff that happened. And two, I think a lot of people were trying to put it up to the hype level of the Mass Effect trilogy, and it doesn't live up to that. Because how could it? Yeah. It, it's an impossible bar to <laughs> try to beat. Yeah. Even even though a lot of people weren't super happy with how 3 ended, it's yeah. still... Yeah. But uh, anyway, there's this race in the game called the Hanar, who, who are these, like... They're basically like jellyfish. They're like these floating purple kind of blobs with these really long tentacles. They're the best squishy boys. <laughs> and there's like, I can't remember what it is, but I remember there being, like, there's some reference to Hanar porn or like a Hanar porn star or prostitute or something in the game. Yeah, I and like, remember this. Like yeah. a human fucking them or something and you're just like, how does that work? Yeah. How yeah. does that happen? Yeah. Because um. like, most of the other alien races are somewhat humanoid. Like, the Asari are basically just blue people. Granted, there's, like, some dialogue that suggests they look different. Like, to people, they look like blue people or humans. They look like blue humans. Turians, they look like blue Turians. The yeah, Turians, even though they're kind of, like, these kind of bird-reptile kind of mix, still very humanoid. Uh, the Salarians, again... Most even, of them were all relatively... Yeah, they're, like, humanoid. all incredibly humanoid, even if they have, like, various kind of, like, features, they're all still, like, fairly, fairly humanoid, so you're like, I can kind of see it. The Hanar are, like, one of the few, like, just straight-up non-humanoid, like, races in that game, and you're just like, huh. <laughs> Out of all the things that be a porn star, it was or, the like, jellyfish. For a human to hire. Uh, yeah. Something well, like that. Another thing I just wanted to say, kind of related to the idea of like, how, how does alien sex work? And just, like, it's not that bad, but, like, from we one of the stuff... what one of episode, it's okay. One of the Star Trek movies I have watched, there's this scene where, like, uh, Captain Kirk, he's, like, in a alien prison, and, like, so, this really, like, big alien motherfucker with, like, blue and red skin and horns and stuff, like, oh, no. he... He, he, like, gets into a prison brawl with Kirk. And, like, he's just whooping Kirk's ass. And then, like, Kirk just, like, in a last-ditch effort just to try to do something, kicks this fucker in the knees. And the dude just, like, absolutely... He has the reaction of getting kicked in the balls. And that's oh, because... Well, his knees, his genitals. His knees were his balls. Oh. I, I thought you were about to be, like, this guy was, like, walked up curtains like, I'm gonna make you my prison bitch. Oh, no. no. Question. Oh. If... If Star Trek were made weren't made in the sixties when you know, kissing was like somewhat scandalous. How how often do you think we'd see Kirk draining his nugs like oh, on TV? Like how 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 often do you think we would just see if Kirk, ball, Kirk balls now, deep in just like alien pussy? If it were made now, it'd have to be on HBO. 
It that, that's what I was really thinking. Yeah. Like, it would be like it would put like Game of Thrones to shame. Yeah. Like Kirk would be like just like straight up fucking like a, some alien woman like every episode. Because he was yeah. pretty perverse even for back then. So like now, keeping keeping that level of just outrageousness compared to what the norm is. Oh yeah, that, be... that the guy would have to go above and beyond Game of Thrones at this yeah. point. Yep. Yep. It'd be, it'd be rough. Also, I'm going to make some people mad here just because i got to throw this out because all the Star Trek and Star Wars talk, not really a fan of either one. I think they're overrated. <laughs> I knew I knew I was going to get some reaction out of Jake. I just knew it. Yeah. I knew it. I, they're overrated to me. Uh, I, I like Star Wars. I've only seen a little bit of Star Trek. Star Trek's okay. I'm not like a big, big fan of either, but I like them. I like them both, but I'm just like, I don't know. I, I think they get way too much hype for what they are. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> he hasn't even want to delve into this topic. <laughs> so, Cortland, you love you love the sequel trilogy, right? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> okay, literally, literally the best thing to come out of either of those theories, either of those series. I don't know why I said theories. Either of those series, just lightsabers. It's the best thing to come out of them. Or you're not wrong. Or the Slave Leia cosplay, also acceptable. <laughs> but. Uh, sorry, I, I gotta go with Ayla Sakura more so, more so than Slave Leia. I like Slave Leia. But, but, to get back to actual information, but it's okay, our whole podcast is based around us just chit-chatting and goofing off, so it's fine if we go a little off the rails. Um, God, where were we? Uh, <laughs> um, just talking about alien theories and stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, because we were talking about like why would they want to visit? But yeah, um, yeah. I just if you wanna if you wanna take that theory, I think there's a lot of evidence to suggest that it's just like why would they want to visit Earth in the first place? Especially now, now we got a plague going on, <laughs> which makes you wonder what if like what if 2020, 2021. They were, like, planning to visit one of those years, and then COVID happened, and they're just like, nah, postpone, rain check, rain check. I mean, there, what if they there, did, and there, there was the reason. What, I mean, there what, what if they developed COVID? You don't know. I mean, there were those videos that the Pentagon released, like, in, like, April or May of 2020. Yeah, we actually talked about that in one of our, assuming you're talking about the same one, the, the aircraft. Is that what you're talking about? I think so. It was just like the thing that was just like the fighter jets we're looking at. Yeah. Yeah, we actually talked about that in one of our aviation classes. Because the crazy thing about that, and this is actually on topic, because aliens and UFOs go hand in hand. Um, not saying it was an alien, but it was certainly what we would describe as a UFO. It was an unidentified flying object. I mean, it was a video taken from the camera of a fighter jet, and you see this spear sphere shoot past these fighter jets and there's like it doesn't look like there's any kind of like power source that they can tell it doesn't look like there's no um exhaust or engines or anything like that that they can tell that it's causing it to fly that fast it's zooming past these fighter jets you see it turn a couple times and it turns on a dime and you're just like how because we were talking about it in class and none of us could possibly think of like how that could even be possible because it shouldn't be based on the technology that civilians know of anyway um 
obviously government keep things hidden. What do you think Area 51's for? I don't think Area 51's for anything, actually. I think it's a decoy. <laughs> I, think they're, I think it's a decoy. I think they're hiding the real good shit somewhere else. And Area 51 is just a decoy in case anyone ever did try to do any digging. Because if you're going to have shit hidden... What, oh, God, I cursed on the podcast again. Oh, no. If you're going to have things hidden... Why would you hide it in the one place where literally everyone in the world is like, oh, if there's things hidden, that's where it's at. Why would that be where you would put it? The military can be not the brightest at times, I think. But I don't think they're that incompetent. <laughs> Surely not. <laughs> Surely not. But By the way, Eric, so gotta ask, have any of y'all seen any UFOs at all? I think I have. I think I have. I think? I think so. I, I've seen a couple of things that I would say, like, oh, yeah, that could have been what that was. Because, like, specifically, one I remember, and I'll actually tell a Jamie Mitchell story here in a minute, too. Um, one time we were, we were just at our house, and I think Jamie was out on the porch, and, like, I went out there and was talking to him and stuff, and there was just, like, basically your stereotypical UFO sighting, like, a circle of lights that flew by, and, like, I know what planes look like. I have flown planes. I know the lights on planes. I know the lights on helicopters and stuff. It wasn't that. It was literally, like, a circle of lights and just zoomed to by, and it was there one second, and then it was gone, and we were just like, oh, it just took off. <laughs> so, I think that was a UFO. And then Jamie's story, when he was still in the Navy, um, I don't remember where he said he was stationed at at the time, but basically they were, they, they were, they were docked somewhere, and they saw a UFO, and then I don't remember the exact details of like how he described it looking and stuff, but um, they saw this UFO, and they talked. Obviously, it was pretty big talk on the on the ship for a little while, and then they just kind of stopped talking about it, and then he bumped into one of the guys that was, like, years later, he bumped into one of those guys that was on the ship with him at the time, and turns out, because Jamie had been uh, repositioned somewhere else, and turns out a few months after the incident, I guess, some higher-ups came in and made them take any kind of written evidence that anyone had written down in all their logs and destroyed it all. Yeah? So, we like probably saw a experimental plane being tested that... Probably. That's my guess. Yeah. The government was testing something and they were like, oh, people shouldn't have seen this. <laughs> right. It's like... So that's just the... It's like, what did you see? Nothing. Exactly. <laughs> These are not the UFOs you're looking for. I've never seen a UFO, but my parents have seen a UFO. Uh, apparently, uh, back when... Several years ago, I think I was around eight at the time. My parents, they were just out on the back porch doing, watching like a meteor shower. And then, like apparently at some point, uh, like this blue light just like kind of came on cruising through the sky. And it was, it, they said it was like moving in a way that like a human made aircraft couldn't be moving. And what eventually ended up, it just kind of was just moving and cruising through the night sky and then, like, it just kind of, like, stopped at this one point and, like, held position for a while. 
and then suddenly like this uh, like an orange light appeared but you could still see the blue light around the outside of the orange light and then they could hear what sounded like a like a jet roar you know all of a sudden and this thing was just kind of just grew smaller and smaller and smaller until it disappeared so like their kind of theory about what that was is that you know this ufo at some point was just got done with its cruise and then ignited its propulsors or something you know and to break it you know to break atmosphere and then just left the atmosphere hunter you ever seen any bang zoom to the moon <laughs> Uh, no, no, I never had it, don't have any particular UFO stories, don't have, uh, don't have any stories of, like, family either. Maybe, maybe, like, my mom or my dad or someone has seen one uh, before and has a story, but I don't, I don't know, and like I said, I don't have any personal stories. This is gonna, this episode's gonna bounce around a lot, a lot more than I, th than I thought it was going to, but, um, that leads me to talk about... Obviously, we'll get into uh, just your stereotypical abduction type stuff here in a little bit. Because if you're going to talk about aliens, you've got to talk about that. As well as like crop circles and stuff. But one of the things that's um, kind of interesting is a lot of stories of people who think they might have been abducted by aliens. One of the common themes is that like they'll be driving down some isolated road. Um, strangely enough, I feel like there's a lot of these stories that happen in Nevada that I've read about. But they'll be driving down some isolated road. They'll see what they think is a UFO. Um, and then, like I read one in particular, so she was driving. Saw, like, some strange lights in the sky. And the next thing she knew, she was driving down that same road. And it was three hours later. But she was in the same spot like, in the same stretch of road, but it was three hours past what it was when she had last looked at the clock just a short little bit before. And then she went home, and one, her, like, she had, like, a parakeet or something that was acting weird around her at that point. Like, it didn't, like, it wouldn't let her get near it anymore, or it'd start screeching real loud and stuff. All the clocks in her house stopped. Her radio in the car started malfunctioning on the way home. A bunch of weird stuff, man. And then it's like over time she started to regain these memories of like being abducted by these aliens and being on their ship and all your stereotypical abduction thing. But the blank memory slash like lost time thing seems to be a reoccurring theme with a lot of more modern alien occurrences. And I just kind of wanted to get your all thoughts on what do you think? What do you think is the reasoning for that? It's the men in black. You think so? And neuralizing everyone. I was gonna say meth. <laughs> I mean, it's always a possibility. <laughs> or weed. I don't know. If, I don't know if you really lose time with meth. I know you can lose time with weed. You can definitely lose time with weed. Such contrasting answers. I went with a man very... in black meth. <laughs> black meth. I mean, they. Maybe maybe MIB sense for meth and meth and black. Maybe meth, meth, and, maybe meth, meth came from aliens. I would say meth and blue. Baby blue. Walter White. Was Walter White an alien? Oh my god. <laughs> uh, now I'm going to talk about Men in Black. So Men in Black. Obviously great movie series. Right? 
Uh, everyone knows Men in Black. It's happening. It's it's mediocre. It really is. Like, but everyone knows what Men in Black is. Yeah, I know. I've classic. never seen the movies though. It's a classic. Yeah. But and they've made how many of them at this point? Uh, like four. four. Yeah, I was about to say like There's four or five. Three original ones I know. I'm not sure like. I think they're all Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones, right? Mm. Yes. And then there's that new one that with, came uh, out with, with Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth and the the girl that played Valkyrie in Ragnarok. After yeah. the Oscars, I don't know why Will Smith wasn't just smacking the aliens away, man. I'm telling you. Why do you think he? Flat. Maybe that's why he hit Chris Rock. Maybe Chris, Chris Rock is an alien. alien. And, he, and he became a martyr for all of us. Oh, oh man! Oh, that's a. I hadn't even thought about that. We gotta investigate Chris Rock now. There's something to this. But no, Men in Black. Um, apparently they're a real thing. Supposedly. Yeah. According, if you, if you look up some stories and stuff from people who are like avid alien UFO type people and that are like deep in that community and actually do some deep digging and stuff. <clears throat> there's a lot of stories of actual real life Men in Black that are just like the movies. I mean, you're yeah. talking... Uh, I won't say just like, but all the stories tell of they show up in suits. You're talking black suits, black shoes, black hats. Um, the weird thing is they're usually described as having no hair. Um, they're always wearing sunglasses, and they have really pale skin. Honestly, I think the men in black are aliens. But the thing about the men in black is also like the movies, the thing like. The moments when they usually show up are people that are digging into stuff and they're trying to find out stuff about aliens. And then they'll describe it as, or not describe it, but like if you're reading it and stuff, usually there's some type of case where the men in black will show up a couple times and then those people will start talking about that. And then these people just disappear. Never to be seen or heard from again. And it's kind of bonkers, man. Like if you really dig into it, it's kind of nutty. Um... We could probably do a whole episode alone just on the Men in Black, so I don't want to dig too deep into it. But it's a real life thing. And like yeah. I said, usually associated with people in the alien community of things. So it's kind of interesting. Uh, it seemed like you had some stuff to talk about, say about it too, Jake. If not, I apologize for putting you on spot. But... Mm, not I didn't know really. if you had any further insight or anything. Not but... really. But yeah, it's... It's interesting, man. So that sounds like a really good creepy pasta, but yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, my phone's about to die, so I really can't do too much digging into it at the moment. At some point, we might have to do a just Men in Black episode. But um, yeah, it's it's something to think about. Uh, some other alien things, obviously, crop circles. What do you think about crop circles? Um, like my. Like, the first idea of, like, crop circles I ever saw was the movie Signs. Um, like, I think that, like, crop circles are just, like, fake, to be honest. I think those are fake. Uh, because, like, if an a I think an alien would, for, with advanced technology to travel long distances through space would probably have better means of getting from ship to surface than, like, simple landing gear and landing in the middle of someone's cornfield. But I don't know, bro. If it ain't broken, don't fix it. <laughs> but I mean, like, why land in the middle of someone's cornfield? Why not, like, land in, like, 
the middle of the Sahara Desert or something. You know why? the lulls. You know why? And this is a genuine theory I have about aliens. This isn't me joking. I mean, it's comedic, yes, but (laughs) I'm being dead serious about this. Rednecks. People don't believe anything rednecks say. Rednecks, me being a redneck, usually have that stereotype that we're a bunch of crazy conspiracy nuts. Am I one? Yes, I'm a crazy conspiracy nut. But, (laughs) the point still stands, no one believes rednecks. Mm -hmm. The aliens gotta be smart enough to know cornfields are associated with rednecks, or at least like southern types, and that no one's gonna believe them if they say they saw an alien. So why not land in the place where no one's gonna believe people? The aliens accidentally landed in this guy's cornfield once, and then like, they like intercept the news feed the next day. It was like, yeah, like I, uh, I went out to my crops, uh, crop field, and I saw this, I saw this light, and I started shooting out with my shotgun, and like, bam, bam, like that. And they're like, they're, sir, are you, are you sober right now? And he's like, I, I ain't done crystal in a couple weeks now. I'm imagining that from the aliens. As his like teeth are hanging out, and then like, yeah, they're say, then yeah, then like they're like, oh, we gotta do this again. We gotta fuck with this guy more. Well, yeah. He was right the first time, but. Well, yeah, but also like. Imagine if, like, the first guy, that the first alien that, like, landed and did a crop circle, like, he started getting chewed out by his superiors, like, bro, you broke the fucking prime directive. You left evidence of your existence. Now all these primitive beings, they're gonna, like, worship you as a god or some shit. And then, like, they tap in the, the human's news feed and, yeah, see that we just thought that the guy was crazy. And they're just like, whew, okay, we, okay. How about we just start fucking with them? You gotta land in the cornfield. You gotta land in the cornfield. Well, I really do think most crop circles are fakes, but I think think there are some real cases out there. Um, uh, There's also two different paths I want to take here in a little bit, connecting to what you guys just said, if my brain can stay on track long Mm. enough. Um, Talking about the crop circles, I I think most of them are fakes. Yeah, I think it's teenagers or farmers. Either teenagers pranking people or farmers trying to make a quick buck by making a tourist attraction revolving around aliens which have always been big news. Um, but I think there are some real cases, and the reason I think this is, I don't know if Jamie is the one who came up with this, but he's the one who told me about it, the anthill theory. Think about it. If you're out walking and you step on an anthill, you usually don't stop and try to brush away the fact that you've stepped on an anthill. You don't stop and check to make sure the ants are okay, usually. You kind of just, you're like, oh, yeah, that happened, and keep walking on. Same way with the aliens. And it goes back to the fact, what you were talking about earlier, that we might just not be advanced enough or even, like, socially mature enough, so to speak, for them to want to make contact with us. So it's like, say they need to stop for whatever reason. They, they need to take a fucking bathroom break. I don't know. Oh, God, I just dropped an F-bomb on the podcast. Oh, this episode is going downhill so fast. Okay, so they're like, we're okay, we're corrupting him so they're, like, they're like, okay, we need to go take a bathroom break. Let, let's go land over here. And they're like, oh, no, this is Earth. We shouldn't have landed here. Ah, too late. They're not going to care. And they just keep flying off. Because why would they care? They're like, eh, whatever. I mean, they could be. They could just be studying us. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they're like Star Trek. You know, they would usually have some scientists, like, that would just, like, usually just be hidden on, like, the planets, just observing and studying these primitive races. <laughs> Tell me, like, the aliens taking a bathroom break. I like to met. It's like. It's like if when you're driving and then you have like you have to pull over the side of the road so you can take like a leak on the woods real quick. Like the aliens are just like this is like bro, bro, like it's like bro, like stop, stop the ship real quick. He's like, why, man? He's like, I gotta, I gotta piss so bad. So he just like takes a takes a piss in the crops and then he's like, all right, dog, we're good. 
Let's uh, get going. Or maybe it's alien drunk driver. Well, and uh, the, the farmer's just like, who the fuck pissed in my crops? <laughs> now, these circles are kind of weird, but I'm more concerned about this puddle of urine right here. <laughs> who peed on my corn? This was a theory I... <laughs> Turns out the- alien piss is like <laughs> the best manure. <laughs> the alien takes just a dump. This was a theory <laughs> my dad once told me. And that, and it is a, it's a wild one. What if life came to Earth because an advanced alien race came and someone took a shit? And we are descendants we of all the, back, all the bacteria that came from that shit. I've heard crazier theories. I like to believe we're made of stardust, but you know what? <laughs> That's fair enough. I mean, scientifically we are. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I feel like that's a much more hopeful idea. Yeah, yeah. Scientifically, we we do have the same elements that come from like exploding stars and stuff. So I mean, you know, that's plausible. But you know what? No, I like Hunter. I don't want to think that I came from some poop bacteria from an alien. I, that bothers me. I don't like it. I mean, I don't subscribe to it. It's just I'm just so telling you what I what I heard. That's that's a that's that's a real pride dropper. Real, <laughs> that's a real pride. Real kick to the nuts for when, my ego. When someone says your shit, you can't even like deny it anymore. <laughs> You're just like, well, yeah, yeah, I guess so, huh? But the two branches I was gonna I was gonna go down here. The first one before my phone dies. While I can still pull up some of the specific details of the story. You're talking about the redneck shooting at the aliens, you know. And you're yeah. like, I was shooting at him with my shotgun. The one thing I had to bring up. Had to. Because it happened in Kentucky. The Kelly Hopkinsville creatures. It's a real story. If my phone doesn't die on me when I'm, while I'm looking up these more specific details about this. Literally, if you Google... You don't even have to Google Kelly Hopkinsville. If you Google Kentucky aliens, it'll pop up. <laughs> The Kelly Hopkinsville encounter, right? So, this is funny because this gets very Kentucky very fast. Um, It was a claimed, also known as the Hopkinsville Goblins case or the Kelly Green Men case. It was a claimed close encounter. This is coming straight from Wikipedia. It was a claimed close encounter with extraterrestrial beings in 1955 near Kelly and Hopkinsville in Christian County, Kentucky. (laughs) Like I said... Kentucky. Um, the claims on the evening of August first, twenty one, twenty one, twenty August twenty first, nineteen fifty five, five adults and seven children arrived at the Hopkinsville police station, claiming that small alien creatures from a spaceship were attacking their farmhouse, and that they had been holding them off with gunfire for nearly four hours. <laughs> they were holed up in their farm, shooting back at these creatures for four hours. It gets even more Kentucky, based on the names of these people. Two of the adults, Elmer Sutton and Billy Ray Taylor, <laughs> claimed that they had been shooting at 12 to 15 short, dark figures who repeatedly popped up at the doorway or peered into the windows. Concerned about a possible gun battle between local citizens, four city police, five state troopers, three deputy sheriffs, and four MPs from the nearby U.S. Army Fort Campbell drove to the Sutton farmhouse located near the town of Kelly in Christian County. Their search yielded nothing apart from evidence of gunfire and holes in windows and door screens made by firearms. <laughs> Residents of the farmhouse included Glennie Lankford, her children Lonnie, Charlton, and Mary, two sons from a previous marriage, Elmer Lucky Sutton and John J.C. Charlie Sutton, their respective wives, 
Vera and Aline, Aline's brother O.P. Baker and Billy Ray Taylor, as well as his wife June. <laughs> Both of the Taylors, Lucky and Vera Sutton, were reportedly itinerant carnival workers who were visiting the farmhouse. <laughs> The next day, neighbors told two officers that the families had packed up and left after claiming the creatures had returned at about 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> so it's just such a wild ride, man. And I had to bring it up on this episode. It's, it's just so amazing. Oh, the descriptions of the creatures. Estimates of the size of the alleged, uh, of the alleged creatures varied from 2 to 4 feet and details such as large pointed ears, claw-like hands, and eyes that glowed yellow, as, as well as spindly legs, later appeared in various media. Hmm. The, popular the popular skeptic theory about this is that they had mistaken great horned owls for aliens. <laughs> I, you know, as much as like I, tr I try to take a skeptical approach to that, that's not something I... You don't shoot at great horned owls thinking they're aliens. Yes. Yeah. One, why were there 12 to 15 great horned owls? Yeah. They're not pack animals. Look, I know if you shave owls down, they look like fucking aliens. <laughs> they're also not but four feet tall. That too. I don't care how big of a great horned owl it is, it's not usually four feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> let alone 12 to 15 of them all being four feet tall. They said two. They, they okay, it did say two to four. So yeah, <laughs> two is a little more reasonable. But still, there's not going to be 12 to 15 of them if they're owls. They're not going to be peering into your window either. Yeah. Like, if they were actually peering into their window, I don't think 12 to 15 of these owls are all like, oh, these humans are interesting, let's go stare through their windows creepily. Like, it's just it's so weird. It's a weird case. It mm. really is. Mm. Um... Uh, it's just, it's my favorite alien event, just well, because it's in Kentucky and they were just shooting at them, which is hilarious. That's, yeah. I don't think we can do a, an aliens podcast without at least briefly mentioning the most infamous UFO case of them all, Roswell, New Mexico. I was about to say, uh, I did a project on that in my senior year of high school. It was interesting. Yeah. I mean... I have no particular thoughts either way, you know. Could have been UFO, could have been weather balloon. Who the fuck knows? I think it was a UFO, so then they just covered it up by saying, oh yeah, it was a weather balloon. Yeah. I don't know much about Roswell. I just, I've just heard it be thrown around as like the... Do you don't want to go into it since I just... I mean, I, mean, I, don't, I, I mean, I don't have much about it. I mean, you know, it was just like in 1948... Yeah, in 1948, just, like, residents of, like, Roswell, New Mexico, they, like, saw something fall out of the sky, land in a desert, and, uh, like, some civilians went to check it out, like, and then, like, the military showed up, and then they kicked the civilians out and carted off whatever it was, and then the military just simply stated it was a weather balloon. Yep. Um, there's, there's actually a little bit more to it than that. Yeah, but yeah, that's the gist of it. So I've got the Wikipedia for this pulled up as well, so yeah. we can go when through I, the details. When I think of Roswell, the first thing I did think of was Lilo and Stitch, because at the end of the movie, when like the alien commander, <laughs> she's like talking to the dude from the government. Yeah. She's like, 
you look familiar. And he's like, Roswell. And like, says the time. And she's like, ah, yes, you had hair back then. <laughs> yep. Yep. But to go into detail for any listeners who might not know. Or me. Or Hunter. Yeah. yeah. The Roswell incident is a 1947 recovery of balloon debris from a ranch near Corona, New Mexico by the United States Army Air Forces officers from Roswell Army Airfield. Ah. And the conspiracy theories decades later claiming that the debris involved a flying saucer and that the truth had been covered up by the United States government. Um, so basically, residents of this, like, like Jake were saying, residents saw this. It crashed. Um, and they people thought it was a UFO. Basically, a statement came out saying, oh no, it was just a weather balloon. But it's deeper than that because... On July 8, 1947, Roswell Army Airfield issued a press release stating that they had recovered a flying disc. The Army, however, quickly retracted the statement and said instead that the crashed object was a conventional weather balloon. Hmm. So they released an official statement saying it was a flying disc, and then quickly were like, oh, no, it was a balloon. It was a balloon. Which is one of the reasons I'm mainly like, oh, that was a UFO. Yeah, someone, someone UFO. fucked up on the... Uh, you know, uh, publishing. Like the PR. Yeah, the PR, yeah. And there's more to it because the Roswell incidents did not, incident did not surface again until the late 1970s when retired Lieutenant Colonel Jesse Marcel in an interview with UFOologist Stanton Friedman said he believed that the debris he retrieved was in fact extraterrestrial. <clears throat> Two things I want mention add on to Roswell. One, uh, one of the Star Trek series did an episode about Roswell. It just happened, it was just a ship full of, uh, Ferengi, which were basically just, uh, space ultra capitalists. And basically they just came down and were just trying to make trade deals with the, uh, guys at the military base. Except, you know, the guys in the military chase were too paranoid to take them seriously and just thought they were just there for an invasion. And, uh, second thing, and this one's a bit more not media-based, this one's actually kind of, like, an interesting, like, thing about it, is, like, it's not necessarily, it might not have, it might not even have anything to do with the UFO thing of it, but it's still something that's prevalent in the New Mexico area there. I can't remember the exact name for it, but it's kind of like, uh, I'm going to butcher the actual name of it, but it's like the Roswell, like, noise, or the Roswell ringing, or something like that. And essentially, it's like, when you get into, like, that area of New Mexico, into the desert, and you get, like, far and away from civilization, you can, like, a lot of people start to hear, like, this very, like, high-pitched ringing. And, you know, and it's not like tinnitus or anything like that. It's nothing, like, that's wrong with their ears. But they just, like, start hearing this ringing. But there shouldn't be anything out there. And, like, so many people, like, have tried to record this, like, ringing. But it just, like, no, nothing has been able to, like, pick it up. So, it's, but, like, there's just, like, enough people that have experienced this that it's, like, it's not just, like, some, like, 
random guy, that random person that was just like, oh, I heard ringing in the desert. That's something uh, crazy. And it's, it's like actually a, like a actual phenomenon. And there are a lot of theories as to what it might actually be. It, personally, I don't think it's anything alien related. I think it's just like maybe like the Earth's magnetic field's a little wonky in that area. And just like it just fucks with our senses a little bit. Mm-hmm. Meth. That's Hunter's, that's Hunter's answer to everything. Meth is, aliens are just caused by meth, apparently. People, I mean, I feel like they're involved in a lot of a lot of alien things. People seem, people, I mean, I mean, hell, that could be just Hunter's answer for everything on this podcast. Wendigos, meth. meth. Not deer, meth. meth. Ghosts, meth. Ma- maybe not meth. Maybe not, <laughs> maybe meth. not meth. That's true. Ghosts, that's true. psychedelics. Psychedelics. <laughs> I was gonna say Wendigos, whatever, whatever, whatever natural herbs. Them, uh, the what, what was the window? The, uh, the Algonquin. Algonquin. Whatever natural herbs the Algonquin. Because I'm sure, I'm sure, like I know specifically, like I think it's the Navajo had the peyote. Was like Navajo, like. Navajo is a peyote yeah, thing, or at least it's like so. southeast, like a lot of southeastern. One of the I mean, tribes used, or one yeah. of the areas used uh, Hiawatha a lot, which yeah. is another psychedelic. It, it might not necessarily be Navajo, and if it isn't, I apologize. But like I know, like peyote is like a specific like southeast thing. Mm. I'm sure like every group had some, every kind of like tribe had some like access to some herbs that if you mix them just right, you can get a little, you know, you have a little bit of a good time. Yeah. 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 But yeah, that's so the Roswell thing is just interesting. I still think it was a UFO, but and I didn't know about what you were talking about, so that was that's yeah. brand new for me. And like when I did, when me and our roommate Zach went on like this big trip across the country, when we got down to the southwest area, we kind of got out around the Four Corners area, which mind you, that's not that's a little far away from like the Roswell area, but like we were still like a fairly far fair distance away from any civilization and we just got out and like i just remember i was like i was listening trying to see if i can hear the sound or not but no i didn't hear anything there was something else i was going to talk about earlier too that you had brought up and i forgot what it was i said there were two paths i was going to go down and i forgot what the other path was so oh well (laughs) it'd be that way sometimes it do be like that don't it the um Another thing specifically that I wanted to talk about, and it's not even theories or anything, is just like the idea that, actually, you know what, I'll get into that later when we're talking about how believable we think aliens are um, at the end of the episode, but uh, I mean, my theory on aliens, my personal theory on aliens, are you ready? Kind of outlandish. All right. Which I think is why I like it. Oh boy. I think... Oh, yeah, I mentioned this to you guys earlier, but uh, just not on the podcast. I think we are like a zoo or a menagerie, and there are a bunch of different alien species coming to just observe the humans and all of our animals in their natural habitat, and that our planet is just an exhibit put together. Just the big game preserve? Yeah. Yeah. Which makes you think, one of these days, what if they're like, Oh, the human population has reached the maximum point we were waiting for. Time to start giving out hunting tags. <laughs> and then we get Predator. Yeah. Yeah. But I... Oh! Mm. Boom! Light bulb. That's what I was going to talk about. Ancient civilizations. All right. 
So many different ancient civilizations have alien stories, it's not even funny. Another reason why I think that they almost have to be real, because there's just so many stories, man. Like, for example, and even if they don't even necessarily stay alien, say aliens, it's aliens, right? Think about it. Think about the best example. Oh, I'm about to make so many people mad. Oh, I probably shouldn't get into this, but I'm going to. Christianity. <laughs> Angels. People from the sky flying down to earth and making contact. It's aliens! I mean, if we're going off the actual description of angels, not the if people, you're talking not about the people in white angels. robes and white shining wings, you know. Well, if we're talking about the actual what the fuck are those? Yeah, biblically accurate angels. Okay, but yeah, it's still things coming down from the sky, then. Even if they're not humanoid, because nothing states that aliens have to be humanoid. So, yeah. I'm making so many people mad by calling aliens angels. I just know, maybe, probably not any of our listeners, actually, but... I don't want to just assume that, but I'm going to make so many people mad with that. Uh, I'm so glad we're not super big, because I could just see all the hate mail coming in. I mean, the only, the only people that would... The only people that get mad over that are probably people that... Well, let's just be honest. We have no qualms with making mad. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. As well as... But the thing about that, right... And, and that's another argument against aliens, is like, specifically from Christians, is, oh, no, God made humanity, and that's all. But why? Why would he just make humans and just humans? You know what I mean? Like, especially because if you believe that God made everything, <clears throat> right, then you... Uh, I feel like most people would believe that God doesn't make mistakes. But me being a Norse pagan, my view of deities is much different from the Christian view of deities. I don't view deities as being all perfect and never making a mistake. So, assuming... The Norse gods did make a lot of mistakes, The Norse they? gods made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> a lot. Well, I'm, but not hey. su- I'm, I'm, I'm not super Norse. I feel like it's not... The Norse gods didn't make a lot of things. They made one mistake, and that wasn't taking care of Loki. And then Loki... (laughs) Loki caused a lot of mistakes to be made. To be fair, they were kind of jerks to Loki in his defense. (laughs) (laughs) But... But... The the whole Christian defense of, oh no, God made humanity and that's it. There's no aliens because God made humans. Why would he just make humans? We didn't turn out to be that great, let's be honest. What if we are a failed experiment and out there there's a bunch of other races that God made where he's like, oh, these experiments are going so much better. (laughs) Why would God, if he's this all-powerful, all-encompassing being, why would he just focus on Earth? Exactly. We are one little tiny ball in in an infinitely black void of... A but that's filled with trillions of other tiny little balls, and I'm I'm gonna call I'm gonna call God an artist here, because really, if you think I mean if 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 you're thinking that He made everything, He made the world and all of that, it really is a work. It, it's a piece of art. It's beautiful. All the things that happen, like trees, space, all that, beautiful. <laughs> so, if you're this genius artist, as well as engineer, biologist, whatever else. Why would you only make 
one work of art. You're not going to make one masterpiece and then be done. Da Vinci didn't just make one painting. He didn't just make one flying machine. Yeah. He kept working on stuff. So, like you said, why wouldn't there be a bunch of other planets that he's working on and, like, have their own species, their own races? Like, us being the only intelligent species out there just doesn't make sense to me. And then the other thing about that, before I get back to other ancient civilizations that have had alien encounters, the other thing is just like, and then you have people that are like, oh, but we have no proof. And the thing I want to bring up is Neil deGrasse Tyson. He, he's the one who said this. It's the, uh, the solo cup theory. If, if you take a solo cup to the beach and you fill it with seawater, you don't look into that cup and say, oh... I don't see a whale, so whales must not exist in the ocean. It's the same thing as saying, oh, we've never seen aliens, so they just must not exist. Because compared to, if you, could, like, if you take what we have explored of space and compare that to how vast it really is, it's basically the same thing as dipping that solo cup in the water and being like, oh, this. So if it doesn't exist in this small sample size, it just must not exist, period. Which is ludicrous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Also, I'm not an expert on space, but to my knowledge, because you know how light years work, like how light travels, yep. I mean, isn't like a lot of the uh, further reaches we have not really accurate? It's like we're looking at it like hundreds or even thousands yep. of years ago. Yeah, yeah. most. I mean, it, which is the whole thing you see that like most of the stars you see in the sky aren't there anymore. So it's like, yeah, like what we are seeing isn't accurate. So yeah, like. You know, like, if, you know, there could be a bunch of alien civilizations out there that are already achieved space travel, but just from what we can perceive from here on Earth, we're essentially, like, looking at them back when, back basically when they were in their Stone Ages. Exactly. Maybe we're looking at their aftermath. Yeah. True. And it's just like, it's just like, even with our best technology, we could examine a section of space. Right, and just because there's no evidence of aliens when we're examining that doesn't mean they're not there now. Like they could be in that exact section of space that we're examining, but since that's however many light years before, like we're seeing it long before they evolved or arrived or whatever, however they got there. So it's just like, oh, come on, they got it. There's got to be aliens, man. There's just got to. You gonna say? I will. I will bring up kind of like just on the idea of like. God and religion, God being an artist, it makes me think of, um, back, it was, I think I learned this in my government class, it was about a, a, the religion of, like, or kind of like, and I don't know if it's necessarily a full-blown religion or more just a spirituality, but it's like, the idea in the textbook, it was called deism, and I, I believe, it wasn't like something that all the founding fathers were, but some of the founding fathers, uh, subscribed to it, and basically it was sort of like the idea or theory that God does exist, but he's not watching over people. Because he's basically, like, a scientist or a creator who, like, created a thing and then was like, all right, now I'm going to leave it on its own and see what happens. And then he moved on to create mm-hmm. other things or, like, you know, they moved on to create other things. <coughs> so, I mean, he got, maybe, maybe it's just a case of he got the data he needed, so now he's working on something else. Yeah. Or maybe he's still collecting the data. He'll still be collecting the data. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe this is all, maybe we're all just a computer simulation that God made. <laughs> What, what if, and you know he, he, we're just one one of many different programs. He's just laying run to their uh, eventual ends. Now God's a programmer, <laughs> which gets us into the whole 
life is a simulation thing that I'm not going to dive into because that's too much to unpack right now. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, and we're we're not high enough for that one. Yeah, no, really, really not. Um, I need to be like seventy percent more high. <laughs> yeah, but uh, at least. But I mean, but yeah, the like I said, angels. You could equate that to aliens, um, as well as the the Garden of Eden, right? Where's the Garden of Eden? How come we have never found the Garden of Eden? I want to make another Star Trek go Star Trek joke and say it's in Russia because check off the Russian character. He would he made it. He said something about how the how the uh, uh, Garden of Eden's just outside Leningrad. Hmm. Or nowadays, St. Petersburg. Yeah. Well, I think... I think... That if you're a believer in the Bible... There's... Plausible reason to assume that the Garden of Eden could have been like... A spaceship. Or another planet. Or something like that. Because they were cast out... Adam and Eve were cast out of the Garden of Eden. And there's... No proof, to my knowledge. I'm not... A Bible expert. I don't... I'm not a... The, uh, how do you the say Alon, that one? Theologian. theologian. Yeah. yeah I, I don't research uh, religions. But um, specifically, definitely not Christianity. But, um, I mean, we have no evidence of where the Garden of Eden could have possibly been. Like, nothing like that. So, it's reasonable to assume it could have been on a spaceship. And when they were cast out, they were brought to Earth. Um, but, delving out of Christianity into other things... Um, Obviously, Kirsten was Kirsten's family is Mormon, and apparently, in their beliefs, they do believe in aliens. Hmm. Like religiously, do believe in aliens. Their theory, however, is just that <clears throat> the reason we are the focus, like why we are so important in the religion, is because <laughs> it's kind of funny. We're the ones who needed the most help. The theory, you know? is, the theory is that Jesus visited a bunch of other worlds. But when he got to us, we're the ones who crucified him. You know, I've grown up with a bunch of stereotypes uh, of, you know, I, they're very much a stereotyped image of Mormonism. Never really took the time to research it. But hearing that, I could give it a little bit more credit. Because that's kind of plausible. Yeah. Like, it's like, we're the only ones who killed him when he came here, so we're the ones where God's like, oh, you killed my son, you obviously need more help than the rest do. <laughs> and I may have butchered that explanation a little bit, I'm not Mormon, but I, I do love that theory. Because, um, like, what if the other aliens just gave him, like, chocolate, and, and then he got here, and he's like, this is not chocolate, this is, this is not chocolate. He came here, and he encountered Romans. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're and, nowhere, the, and the Romans mistook him for a Jew. He's just like, you're you're nowhere near as friendly as the people on Clardax. Or whatever other sci-fi planet you want to come up with. The Clardaxians gave me their chocolate. It was delicious. You stuck me on a frost. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> but um, another example that I have some second-hand knowledge of. Uh, when I worked at Dairy Queen, I worked with a guy named Joe. And Joe grew up on an Indian reservation. Joe, Joe was a white dude. Joe who? I don't remember what his last name was. Jo Joe Mama. Mama. <laughs> I fell right into it. 
<laughs> yes, you did. That was beautiful. I didn't think I'd get away with it. <laughs> That's the end of the episode. I quit. End of the podcast. I'm done. Jokies. Big big footsies, anal probes, all of that I could deal with. God, that was my breaking point. Jody's nuts. Cut the episode. That's the end of the podcast. No more malevolent for you. But no, uh, Joe was a white guy who had grown up on an Indian reservation. And for our listeners, our roommate Zach has once again come upstairs during the podcast. What's up, Zach? What's up, guys? What do you think about aliens? Aliens? I heard your conversation from downstairs. I did like that point you made about, like, looking in the cup and assuming there are no whales. And just based on that, assuming, like, oh, there's no aliens out there. It's like, space is big as shit, so it's like, we gotta be (laughs) safe out there. Neil deGrasse Tyson needs to use that for the next book. <laughs> Space is big as shit. <laughs> and he needs to give Zach the credit he deserves. Is it $100,000 for <laughs> Space is big as shit, Zach Honestly, Richards. With, with Neil deGrasse Tyson's popularity, you probably could get about that much from royalties. Let's go. But if not more. Let's go. Direct quote in Neil's next book from Zach. It's beautiful. But, um, so Joe was a white dude, but he grew up on an Indian reservation. And basically, the, I don't know what tribe or whatever, but, um, I guess when he was a kid, they would tell him stories of how the sky people used to come and talk to them. Specifically saying the sky people. The sky people used to come down and they used to teach them things. But then when the white man showed up and ruined the balance of how they lived their life, the sky people left and didn't come back anymore. So I'm like, oh, that's interesting. It's really interesting, actually. And then you get into things like um, Egyptian hieroglyphs. There are hieroglyphs out there that depict things like UFOs and stuff like that. Now, could someone have come along to the pyramids later and drawn a UFO and thought it was funny? Yeah. (laughs) But, stands to reason, though, they are there. And to my knowledge, hasn't been proven that it was someone else adding to them. Um, They also have things like planes and stuff drawn on there that they would have had no knowledge of that something perhaps you know an alien species could have come down and told them years in the future you're going to have these flying machines called airplanes and they're going to look like this so draw this on your little funny pyramid you little earth man (laughs) (laughs) and then things like um oh what are the Mayan temples called ziggurats is that Mayans or was that Good ziggurats. I don't even know. But, like, Mayan temples and stuff also have depictions of what could be considered aliens. So it's just I believe like, you're in the ballpark, but I don't know if you're exactly correct. Uh, I have to Google it now. Uh. <laughs> Google to the rescue! Mesopotamia. That's Mesopotamia. the ziggurats. Um, so Mayan temples have also had, like, alien depictions and stuff. And then you get into all the other... Exact details from, like, the Egyptian pyramids and all the weird, funny things that line up there. Like, um, it's, there's been some research that shows that the pyramids actually emit their own energy, which is kind of crazy. Um, as in not reflecting it from the sun, but literally has its own energy emitting from it. So that's kind of interesting. Uh. But there's way too much to dig into there to talk about this, especially since I'm pretty sure we've been going for, like, over an hour at this point. Yeah. I think almost an hour and a half. 
So we should probably wrap it up here pretty soon. Well, hold on, we got one more topic to talk about. I was gonna ask if you guys had anything else you wanted to talk about. So. I mean, we got we can't do an alien episode without addressing the topic of anal probing. <laughs> God, I was trying to avoid the anal probing. Okay, let's talk about anal. So did they, but it didn't work. Right. So, I, I any theories as to either how like. Two, I guess two things. One, if the aliens are anal probing people, why would they be doing that? And B, if, you know, if, of course, if these are just people that are, you know, if the, the aliens are not anal probing people, why is there this myth of aliens are anal probing people? You know what I think? I think the aliens are just perverts. I think they're just perverts and they have no... They have no kind of concept of consent. They just abduct <laughs> people and stick things inside of them without their consent. That's why I think aliens anal probe. I, mean, I think they're just massive pervs with an anal fetish. They, I feel like the aliens just don't have bakeries, so they have to get that cake somewhere. Alright, so... Uh, from the other's perspective, like... <laughs> Hi, hi Trish. I hate that I decided to do this podcast. <laughs> Carlin's just sitting there with his hand on his face. Uh, okay, so from 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 a more realistic perspective, where did this? Where do you guys think this myth came from? Of like, or this just this this general stereotype of like aliens? You get abducted by aliens and they give you the anal probe. Sexually repressed meth. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was going to be part of the answer. <laughs> what about you, Corlin? <laughs> if you want to view it from a more conspiracy-related standpoint, more somewhat more based in actual like logic and science, I think maybe, I don't know, they're trying to get temperature readings, and that's the only thermometers they have. Maybe they're putting tracking devices up inside people using anal probes. Who knows? Maybe man. they're testing us. It could be. Now, of course, we can't do. We can't. We ha, We gotta address this. You know. Oh, it gets Holland. Have you ever been probed? <laughs> no, 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 not that. No, I wasn't never going been, down that never route. Never been anal probe. No, no, just had a few girlfriends that wanted to try, but never. <laughs> you don't hear too many stories these yeah, days. Of wanted, to, wanted to stick the pinky up. You don't hear too many stories these days of people getting abducted again, anal probe. And I would like to think it's just simply because uh, people are just more into that now these days. Right? I, so, like well, I said, may, sexually maybe, repressed methods. Maybe, maybe it's just more commonplace nowadays for, you know, like, stuff like that. We're just more open-minded about kinks. I, and I, so now when the people are abducted about aliens, they're just like... Yeah, it was a good time. They treated me well. <laughs> I, I think some dude just with it with a butt fetish. They maybe got caught after like a like a rough anal bead session or something. I hate it. And, and he had to explain to his doctor, and he was like, "The aliens. They abducted. They abducted, and they they probed they probed my virgin asshole." And one of the Norse gods' many mistakes was not. Cleansing me of this planet before we had this conversation. <laughs> assuming, assuming aliens not removing me from existence so before assu- this devolved into what it did. <laughs> this, this is this is Loki's repayment for you naming a guinea pig after him. 
Right. He's like you, like a guinea pig. Right. You couldn't do anything better. Yeah. So we're jerks, and you know, get bullied by everything else. It fits. <laughs> so assuming that aliens are were anal probing people, well, oh, you know, it's what was still the, going what, on? What was their rea- What was the, you know just. Imagine the aliens' reaction when the when the well, eventually they ran to someone that was just into it. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why you don't hear stories anymore. They were just sadistic, and people didn't like it. And now that they're doing it, they they're getting more and more people now. They're like, yes, do it again, please. I want more. And so they're like, oh, we got to stop doing this. It's not as fun anymore. They're liking it now. Or hard oh, daddy. Okay, I'm out. Of, I'm done with the anal probe stuff. I'm scared. Two linked merchandise ideas now: big footsie anal probe, and anal probes for when you gotta get that cake. <laughs> there was we had a not deer thing too, didn't we? Deer uh, uh, deer Yeah, Dirakazi. Yeah, Dirakazi. That just wasn't linked to anal probing though. We've got Fair. two anal probe shirts specifically. <laughs> uh, what, I thought we had one anal probe shirt. Well, no, because Bigfoot's the anal probe, which we uh-huh. brought up before, because we talked briefly about the Bigfoot as an alien thing, uh-huh. and then now we have anal probes for when you got to get that cake. Gotcha. Or some other funny yeah. quip along that line. <laughs> on a, I guess, on a slightly more serious note, I don't fucking know. People are weird. Yeah. Who know? Who knows why? Why it's why it's anal probing? Like I said, maybe it's meth. Maybe it's like I mean, if you subscribe to the idea that a lot of it's just attention seekers, I don't know if anything's gonna get more attention than being like the they green men abducted yeah, me. The the green men abducted me into their flying saucer and stuck a probe up my ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially in like the fifties. Nowadays, nowadays people are just like. Like so, were you role playing? Like, yeah, I've, I've got no, like I ten crazy. Got anal probe by aliens. Okay, look, you don't have to lie to me about what you do in your spare time. Just tell me the truth. <laughs> it's like, look, I don't care what they were dressed up as. <laughs> yeah, I'm asking about your role play details. Okay. Cortland is currently banging his head on the arm of our couch. <laughs> At some point, we're going to have to make a shirt of just me curled up on a couch in the fetal position. Because it's happened enough times at this point. <laughs> it, happens, it happens with some frequency. we got to make sure we have a picture of this couch. <laughs> so that it can be an accurate depiction. Okay, well, Cortland, do you want to wrap this up? I say with that, I I believe it is time to to wrap things up. To wrap this shit up. Yeah, this episode has devolved. (laughs) And just been so wild. I think it's about time to wrap it up. Um, Any lasting points that still need to be discussed? No. I I, I feel pretty good. Okay. Alright, well, that will do our usual... Ending note of how realistic we think they are. Hunter, 1 to 10. How believable are aliens? Uh, like a 6.5 or maybe a 7. Oh, wow. 
Uh, now that's the highest score he's ever had, but to be fair, I feel like aliens are a slightly different category than our usual, like, cryptids and supernatural yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, Jake, what's your score, man? Ten. I mean, it's just statistically improbable that we are alone in the universe. Yeah, that's... That's my kind of idea. It's like, I think there are aliens. I just think a lot of the stories people tell are probably oh, bullshit. Oh, yeah. yeah, 100%. Yeah. I'm, I'm also going to give it a ten. They've got to be out there. Um, so, actually, I guess I do have one lasting point compared to that, just to add some legitimacy to aliens. I'm not going to dig too far into it. I'm just going to tell our listeners to look up what the Drake equation is. Um, basically, it's a mathematical equation. I don't remember the guy's first name, but he was an astronomer something Drake, and he came up with this mathematical equation, and you plug different values in based on your personal beliefs, so it's like, um, you, you, you have different numbers that you associate with different things, so like one of the numbers would be like, um, how unique do you think um, we are as an intelligent species, and you pick a value range based on your belief, and there's a few of these different numbers that I can't recall the specifics of because this was in high school. Um, but when you plug these values in, your end result is supposed to be just in the Milky Way galaxy alone, how many other intelligent alien species there are just in the Milky Way galaxy, let alone the rest of the universe. So, but when you do the math and stuff and you see some of the numbers, it's kind of, kind of, kind of crazy. The Drake Equation is a probabilistic argument used to estimate the number of active, communicative, extraterrestrial civilizations in the Milky Way galaxy. And it was created by, uh, or formulated by Dr. Frank Drake. Frank Drake, so yeah. In 1961. Yeah, so I mean, there's there's been some legitimate studies to aliens that just add to the legitimacy of it, which is why I give it a 10. That's the only reason I wanted to bring that up, is kind of explain a little bit more. Plus, I, I wanted to bring that up in the episode anyway, and we just kind of got sidetracked. But yeah, I, I give it a 10. So with that, I think that pretty much sums our episode up. Yep. Um, I'm your host, Cortland Mitchell. I am the resident skeptic, Hunter Bird. And I am Jake Seed, who longs for alien titties. <laughs> and with that, we're signing off, because Cortland's, uh, he's done. We'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>